Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Murphy's Market Minute. Uh, you should be receiving this on the 22nd of July. We actually have Rip here with us, uh, which we're glad to we're glad he was able to make it. I think we did a couple of these without him, and I know that he's probably the single most important aspect of these videos for everybody. So glad to have him. Um, also, uh, my apologies. It's been um, I think two weeks. We went went by without us doing one of these. Uh, the first week was due to Miles uh, being uh, out in Colorado with my uh, son. Uh, my, it, was my, it was Aiden's 16th birthday. And this is their second year of going out to um, Colorado to go mountain biking. Now, it's not Miles' fault. I'm sure I could have done a video and he would have got it out, but I just took the uh, ex opportunity to have an excuse and do other work instead. Now, then last week, um, I had a unique opportunity to present itself um, <clears throat> two Saturdays ago. And so uh, what that was is I, I had an opportunity to go to something called the Rocky Mountain Economic Summit uh, that is uh, in a little town called Victor, Idaho. It's um, about an hour outside Jackson Hole. Uh, and uh, um, it was extremely interesting, okay? One, there's um, a major group of the who's who, uh, that uh, so the first three days are or well Monday Tuesday and Wednesday uh, Monday's just kind of checking in Tuesday and Wednesday are kind of just getting to uh, rub shoulders and <clears throat> and do different things like fly fish or golf or uh, clay pigeon shooting or stuff like that um, while you know you kind of get to know people and then Thursday and Friday uh, it's this economic summit Thursday is all kind of the pointy heads of the academia uh, they had Governor Waller um, they're not a, not a state governor. He's the, uh, uh, I think, uh, one of the governors of the Fed. And um, they had um, one of the former heads of PIMCO. And so they had these different people speak and they try to explain <coughs> um, basically pretty much what's going on, right? Now there was two, and so th this video today might be a little bit long. I'll try not to make it that way, but because we've missed two weeks and I can't even begin to tell you the amount of data I was inundated with. And I shouldn't use the word data. Some data, mostly opinion. Um, and as we all know, uh, the opinions are all over the map and quite often uh, wrong. Now, that was one thing that was very positive to see. I watched a lot of these people get up and they admitted where they've been wrong. Um, I, I think that's a really powerful thing and I always try to make sure that I do um, as well. Um, <clears throat> but I just want to kind of cover some of the key points, right? So there's two basic camps of economists uh, that were out of this summit. Uh, one camp was the, we're not in a recession. Um, we don't care what anybody tells you. Um, and we're not going to go into one. And then the other one was, we're already in a recession and it's all way worse than anybody can imagine. Okay. Now, as always, there's data to back both those things up. But I actually want to share something with you um, first uh, from an article that I think you might find interesting, okay? So everybody here is bandied about um, in the news that the definition of recession is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth as measured by the Bureau of Economic Analysis, right? But um, it's the National Bureau of Economic Research who actually make the call when they see, quote, a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and lasts more than a few months. All right. And if you go 
<clears throat> look up, there's a statement from the BEA, the Bureau of Economic Analysis, and this is, I'm going to read it word for word. It says, while gross domestic product, GDP, is the broadest measure of economic activity, the often cited identification of a recession with two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth is not an official designation. The designation of a recession is the province of a committee of experts at the National Bureau of Economic Research, a private, nonprofit research organization that focuses on understanding the U.S. economy. So, um, that doesn't sound like there's this strict set of parameters that once we enter them, that triggers the statement that we're in a recession, does it? Right? It's no, that's nowhere near as clean. It's very ambiguous, right? It's nowhere near as clean as saying that two uh, consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth equal a recession, right? And so I think there's a good, good reason why, right? So um, the BEA says GDP contracted at a rate of 1.6% in Q1, and the Atlanta Fed's GDP now model is pointing to a 1.2% contraction in Q2. So that would mean that we're in a recession, right? Now, this is one of the statistics that was cited quite often at this um, economic summit by the people on the glasses half full end of the spectrum. They're saying, so how is it possible that we are adding jobs, right? In June, U.S. employers added 372,000 jobs, which was considerably stronger than the 265,000 that was expected, right? So this isn't just one month. During the same period of time in which we've had two consecutive quarters of back-to-back -back GDP contraction, somehow we've hired like 2.7 million people, okay? So how are we having job hiring going up, right? Yeah, so the labor market added 2.74 million jobs with gains every month. So... <laughs> So in what world does it make sense that we're increasing jobs, we're hiring, but productivity is going down? I mean, you know, I mean, I guess it depends on the sectors and where and what type of jobs are being added, right? Uh, but usually these things are a little unusual. In addition to that, unemployment remains very low at 3.6%, okay? And the layoff rate remained near a record low of 0.9% in May, all right? Um, and so Wells Fargo economists, they stated if the economy is in a recession, employers have not seemed to notice, all right? Now, the economy is not necessarily the market. And so I wanna hop over and I wanna, I wanna talk briefly about a uh, fund that I feel like may be kind of a leading indicator of the overall market. It's, it's a very limited fund. There's only about 50, 35 to 50 positions in it. They're all heavy tech. Now, what's really interesting about this fund is that it, it got hammered starting in February of 2021. The market didn't start to get hammered until October, November of 2021, all right? And so one of the things that I've been wondering while I've been watching it is, you know, is, is this a fund that's gonna like take the hit early and rebound sooner, right? And so right now, uh, over the last month, that fund is up 19.9%. All right. Um, now, the S&P 500, over that same period of time, is only up five. 
all right? Now, what's really interesting about this is because that fund is so heavy tech, what's been going on over the last month? Increasing interest rates. What have we all been told for months? Increasing interest rates are gonna hurt tech stocks. So why is our tech fund up 20% in a month and the regular S&P is only up five, right? Even if you look at the NASDAQ composite, which is a broader set of tech stocks, it's up 7.94, still beating the S&P 500, all right? So, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really interesting to me. Um, I, I think that we have done one of the hardest things to do, and that's hold a position when everything looks very scary. And the things that help us hold that position is the understanding of our financial plan, knowing that we've incorporated multiple different tools or buckets as we like to call them with different attributes, um, knowing that we can shift our income from one bucket to another if we're in retirement. And if we're not in retirement, knowing that we have time to allow some, you know, our, our more volatile investments to come back. So some of these tech funds, like the one I just mentioned, that's up 20% in the last month, it's got a long ways to go before it fully recovers, but it's doing it at a pretty quick clip. So um, as always, uh, now I know, I know all I kind of talked about was um, some of the arguments as to why we're not really in a recession while acknowledging the contracting of the contraction in the GDP. Um, I can tell you that no one that was negative um, was able to really cite any legitimate information. Um, yesterday, it was announced that home prices continued to climb even in the midst of interest rates that, are, that have been over 5% and right under 5%. So, um, so, so it's just, it's just kind of interesting. There are definitely negative things out there. We're watching them and, and we're watching some very granular things. Okay. Um, just, just so I, I don't want you guys to think that all I look for is positive data. Um, we have one of the highest rates of home purchase contracts, um, closing without it, without a home sale right now. Um, it actually led to, uh, most likely led to, uh, one of the major players, the Federal Guarantee Mortgage Corporation, uh, filing bankruptcy uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, something like that hasn't really happened since 2008. Um, so we are watching these things. We're trying to see um, what's going on. But right now, um, it looks like things are starting to reverse. They're still very volatile. If you look at the last month of even that tech stock that I talked, the tech fund uh, that I talked about that's up 20% in the last month, it still is a roller coaster on its way up. The NASDAQ that's up over seven is still a roller coaster on its way up. Um, and so, so I've, I've been saying for months, I really hope that this would occur before midterms. Um, but I really feel like if we can get some um, gridlock in Washington um, at midterms, it'll, it'll further bolster uh, this recovery. So um, as always, uh, we love and welcome your feedback. And um, I hope that some of this has been uh, helpful to you guys and i hope you uh, like seeing uh, rip you might not be able to see him he sat he laid down on the floor but um until next week this is elliot signing off